0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Welcome to the Russ Parcast. I happen to be Russ Parr, and, of course, um, I'm the producer of the show, that's Tanisha Nicole over there. Hey. And Man, I got to tell you, this Ron DeSantis, mm. this guy, um, he got some bad advice. He said, I can run a campaign on racism and division, and I'm going to win. You may win with a bunch of mouth-breathing, five-tooth-having people, but a majority of Americans are not down for this. This guy's had to fire half of his staff. And the good thing is no black people were fired because <laughs> no black people were hired. Okay, I was going to say, come on now, Russ. <laughs> but, you know, this guy is, is, is an ass. And they're saying he doesn't resonate with people. Do you know he was a, a guard at Guantanamo Bay? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can only And remember. there was some of the detainees who were talking about, hey, um, this guy used to laugh at us when we were being tortured.
2: Oh, he's got mental health issues. Yeah,
1: he, he is. He's definitely. I, there were some people that uh, that was served with him when he was in Congress, and said he would never speak to anybody. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh, he's an ass. Oh, he he's has an no, heart. no
2: heart, no heart at
1: all. And all this stuff that they're doing and blaming the LBGTQ community for everything, you know, it's like, uh, I oppose that and so on and so forth. They're grooming our kids in some some words. But they don't look at, you know, the family members and in your own household, your aunt, your uncles, you know, you don't look at that stuff.
2: Yeah. No, I was going to say you said about him and his campaign and running Mm -hmm. it off of racism and all that. I mean, that's what Trump, right? The xenophobia, the homophobia, the racism. He's trying to... He's, he's trying, trying to go. like, we're that. victims
1: here. Yeah. You yeah. know, we have to stand up for the, the moral Christian values of America. Make America like,
2: great again, right? Yeah. And
1: the way you do that is you encourage people to storm the Capitol. You mm. know, that's what you do. You still, you know, secret documents, you know, just just those little things, yeah. you know, that happen. Uh, the controversy with this guy, uh, Jason Aldean, he's a country and Western singer who has this song. It, it, what do they call it? We Try It in, it sm-
2: in the, sm- the Small, small Town. Small Town. Yeah. Which
1: is, it's a bullhorn racist dog whistle, basically. You know, you guys want to protest and so on and so forth. Try it in a small town because we'll get you.
2: Yeah. I, you know what disturbs me? We were talking about the video footage and they're trying to pose mm-hmm. it as Black Lives Matter. That's what they're trying to pose it as, right? Right. The song right. in itself. Try that here and see what happens type thing. One of the things I find interesting where he's filmed it is where mm-hmm. a black man was lynched. He was drugged by a v- truck, mm-hmm. right? Right. Well, yep. one of the lines in the song says, See how far you make it down the road. Mm. So I feel like there's things that are in there. Of course, he goes on to talk about, you know, basically um, it might go down in the city, but it won't happen here. Do you know mm. how many people grew up, black people in small towns, sundown yeah. towns? Like, this is not okay. This is, not, this is not okay. And y'all do know what sundown means. It means
1: that you needed to be in the house by sundown. Yeah. Otherwise, you were fair game. Especially season, if you're, right? you're a black person, that was that was the problem. Yeah. That's why they call them sundown towns. Sad, you know. And th- and this is the same guy. I was reading, and you know, I, I have not, you know, confirmed this, but during that massacre, you're from Vegas. Remember that massacre where the guy was in a hotel room shooting people at a concert?
2: Yes, the Mandalay Bay. Yep.
1: Yes, and you know who was on stage at the time when the shooting started?
2: Jason Aldean was, yeah.
1: Yes, he was on stage. Yeah. And what they're saying is he saw people drop and he just took off running off stage. He had a microphone allegedly in his hand, and he could have said, Yeah, there's firing. Somebody's somebody's shooting. Run. Mm. They said no, he took off.
2: But in this song he talks about having his daddy's gun.
1: Mm, Right? Whatever.
2: Tough guy, right? And yeah, you weren't so tough there.
1: No. And 50 people died. We're not blaming him for it.
2: No, We're not at the all. Shooter. Not at all. But yeah.
1: if you have a microphone and you could have warned people.
2: Yeah yeah you
1: know that's what people are talking about so it, it, it's kind of like his character you're, you're checking out his character this is what this is all about and
2: i feel like this song would be a anthem for racist people right so mm-hmm. it's one of those things we talked about being emboldened we talk about how trump was able to fire people up right because racism has always been here you know right. whatever but this song in itself that's basically a message to black people you better mind me boy you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it feels like, and like, come on now. And we know some of these small towns; they still operate in that, you know. Yeah. And it, it's not; ugh, it's just just disgusting.
1: And the whole thing is, and I, you know, I, we don't like to sit up and talk about racism all the time, but it's just reared its head to be prominent so much by so many people <clears throat> that you don't expect. You know, all these Karens and going out and like, this is my country. And like, let's let's look let's look at your tree. Mm. Where exactly are you from? What part of yeah. Europe? Yeah, you're an immigrant also. Yeah. Thank goodness you never crossed over the Rio Grande in Texas, where you have the most cruellest governor besides Ron DeSantis, mm. Greg Abbott, that is putting barbed wire in the water, and you know even one of those guards. You know that you know. Work immigration said, we've crossed the line of inhumanity. Oh yeah, this is inhumane. Yeah, you know, th- these people are desperate to get over here. And that, well, they should have come legally. So we kill them in the water.
2: That's no. We drown them. Is that what we do? But then, is that who but we are? But then, claiming to be Christians, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Then claiming to say, you know, we're trying to be Jesus like and I really don't think that's what Jesus would do. No, I know that's not what Jesus would.
1: And do. And we have so many people that they were reporting that a, a mother and her child drowned because once you get caught up into that bob wire, they can't get you out. And it proposes and it's, and, and, and it's a safety hazard for, you know, immigration officers who are trying to go in and save people. Because they can get caught up in that also. This is some cruel stuff. Now, these guys can just totally disobey the DOJ. When they say you need to remove that, no, we're not going to do it. Yeah, because what, what, all he cares about is getting reelected. I'm what sorry,
2: what boggles my mind is these people um, that are doing this. Like, first of all, your your people came here as immigrants to this mm-hmm. country, Milani. Like, let's let's talk about that, right? Individuals that come here and they're like, oh well, this, that, and the other. They were legal, whatever. But listen, that's not everybody's story. I know my great grandfather; they actually came illegally from Mexico, and they lived in tents and worked irrigation on the fields. And Mm. it's like they wanted a better life, and that's what they chose to do, you know? But, I mean, it's just inhumane. Dropping people off at the D.C. in front of people's homes.
1: Yeah. They're playing games with people's lives.
2: Yeah. It's you know, and disgusting. that's that's
1: what's so tra- tra- tragic about this. And and yeah, I'm all for you know try to do it legally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. But yeah. we're not going to kill you for trying to to better
2: your life. I just why feel, are we doing that? Fix the system. That's all I say. Put certain things in place. But come on, these no, these measures are just inhumane. Yeah, they are, and
1: you know, it's all about them. You know, appealing to their base and trying to stay in power. You know, that's that's the big thing. Anyway. On the show today, we're going to have a lot of fun. Yes, uh, we're going to poke fun at racism. That's just what we do. (laughs) Also, we're going to have some fun bits that you can usually hear on the Russ Parr Morning Show. And don't forget to check out The Adventures of Pinky. The adventures of pinky he's got a YouTube channel go to the adventures of pinky that's Clifton Powell is pinky written directed by myself Russ Parr. they're funny little skits man you guys gonna love it subscribe please we'd appreciate it every once in a while we have celebrities that call and you know they want something uh, they only call when they do want something and, uh, and um, you know I'm not I'm gonna pretend like he doesn't hear what I'm saying but George Wallace he's a great comedian but he's always you know if he's in town or whatever he's performing somewhere he calls any other time he doesn't call. We
0: don't hear from him. No,
1: he could care less. It's
0: rude. Yeah. yeah I mean he's mm. using He us. might be
1: funny, but he's he, an ass. We
0: all can agree he's funny.
1: Rude,
3: yeah.
0: But what a
1: jerk. You know, yeah. I
3: could have called any show oh. in America, but I called Russ and say hello and he down on me like that. I don't have to do this. give me I call him the money. <laughs> uh, I didn't call to talk to your ass. You think I called to talk to y'all? I'm <laughs> trying to win the money. What number am I? <laughs> you can't you win, George. You're rich. I'm telling people don't call more. Don't stop. Stop calling. Let somebody else get a chance. I've been on the phone. I've been on the 95 for five hours trying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and this is the guy that used to call Mr. Lake
3: Tahoe. Oh, I'm sorry. wait uh-huh. Oh Mr. no you Vegas. didn't. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> oh. I am the new Mr. Vegas and I am in town this week. I'm actually in Baltimore and mm. I'm on the road and tickets are half price. Tickets are only a hundred dollars. They're usually two hundred dollars in Las Vegas.
1: Really? Mm. Really? Okay. So somebody can pay a hundred dollars and
3: and sit there and try to laugh? Oh. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got jokes this one. I wish you was that funny when you was on real radio. <laughs> oh
4: damn. Oh damn. And
3: <laughs> hey, George, where you gonna be, man, tonight? I'm gonna be at the Barn More Comedy Factory this weekend, and guess what? I right. got Marsha Warfield back out on the road with me. Is that I love Marsha Warfield.
1: Yes. I love Marsha.
3: She's, and this is the time brilliant. to get out. You know, a lot of people haven't been out since the pandemic, you know. Yeah. And I know why. I lost five friends myself. I mean, they didn't have COVID. They just owed me money. And I had to get rid oh. of their ass but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> wow, We got all the sad face. That, that was a good
1: joke. You're to write that down and do it tonight. Okay.
3: That, that'll work. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> what I'm gonna talk about? What I'm talk about I started cussing. I've been a a Christian comedian for 47 years, but I started cussing. Uh, I was in Atlanta yesterday, right? I met this guy named Walker Flocker Flame. Oh you
2: know <laughs> yeah.
3: Walker Flocker. It ain't cussing, but it's close enough, ain't it? Ain't it rough? Yes. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> hey, Waka, yes. Everybody repeat after me: Walker Flocker. Walker Flocker. It's close enough. I was at church Sunday, my preacher walked up in the pulpit. I said, Look at this <laughs> <laughs> He's be up there to say, I walk fuck. be to
2: I So, I can't what, it, I'm, trying,
3: a verb. what okay. I'm trying to say. It. I want every walker, flocker in Baltimore to come to the company factory this weekend and see Marshall Warfield and Myra J. It's a show you need left in your life. Everybody oh, yeah, needs yeah, some laugh in their life.
1: Can I just say this? You know,
3: Look, let me tell you something. I with George. In I'm in D.C. Right? They got me yeah. in this hotel. $800 a night. I got to move. <laughs> I got to get out of this walker, flocker. I'm playing you. I know, got to George, get out we... of this walker, flocker.
4: Yeah,
1: we we kid you a lot, but you know what? This guy is one of the most consistent comedians. Yes,
3: sir.
1: Um, I mean, he ruled Vegas for years. It was yeah. the must see uh, show. And one thing I can say about you, George, is George doesn't take himself seriously. He treats everybody the same, like <laughs>
3: <shit>. um, <laughs> Because you're <hilarious. laughs> <laughs> I'm on the ready. I just told you I'm a Christian committee and You walk a fucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, walk a walk. All right,
1: this weekend in Baltimore at the Baltimore Comedy Club—is that what it's called?
3: It's called the, Bal- the Baltimore Comedy Factory. We make Boundary. jokes. A factory—that's another lie. Why do people like the Cheesecake Factory? They know a factory. That's a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, true. That's, true. That's a valid point. You know what else, Russ? Technically, yeah. it ain't a—it ain't a cake. It's a pie. That's you know a good what? point.
0: That's oh. true too.
3: Man, you you're scrolling us today, yeah, man. Yeah, I've been technically there's more sugar in it than there is cheese. Ah, oh my
0: yes, gosh. gosh. Okay. What ah. else?
3: What else? And so they should call it a sugar pie. See, I'd be thinking about stuff like that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want you to stop
1: thinking for a minute and relax, man, so you can get ready for tonight. All right. <laughs> George, George Wallace, we love you, man. We love you, bro. Let me,
3: call <laughs> Let me call somebody I can talk to. This is getting on my nerves. <laughs> Bye, George. I love every one of you walking blockers. I love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. i see you at the Baltimore County Manufacturing tomorrow night, Friday, and Sunday. Sunday show for old people who can't drive at night. That's what I'm going to. All right, George. Take care, bro. Bye-bye. Love you much. Love you, man.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: You can hear on Monday nights on YouTube and Facebook, excuse me, Doctor, with Dr. Mel. And of course, uh, this is Dr. Melissa Clark's Medical Minute. And I wanted to have you on. Um, did I say on Tuesday oh, Monday nights, by the way. Uh, Dr. Clark, how you doing this morning? Doing great, Russ. How are you? Fine. Had to have you on. Um, the big story, of course, yesterday was LeBron James' son, Bronny, who is, what, 18 years old? Had a yeah, c- yeah. cardiac arrest. And, you know, people were asking me questions. What's the difference between a heart attack and cardiac arrest? And I said, mm, got to get Dr. Clark on. She can tell us. What is the difference?
4: The difference is uh, cardiac arrest happens due to the electrical flow in the heart. Uh, it's when an electrical malfunction causes the heart to stop. It's called an arrhythmia. And uh, when the heart stops, of course, blood flow stops. Now, a heart attack is when um, the, the arteries in the heart are blocked. And so, therefore, the blood flow to the heart muscle is what causes the heart to stop. The one's electrical is the main problem versus blood flow is the main problem
1: is there a reason why you know a young person in great health that works out almost every day would have that issue
4: well you know sudden cardiac arrest does happen it's actually the the leading cause of death in young athletes and oftentimes college basketball players for unknown reason but generally uh, the underlying issue is an undiagnosed heart problem that was there at birth Mm -hmm. that they just didn't have symptoms until they reached that elite level of play. And unfortunately, um, you know, we see people sometimes faint and then Mm -hmm. sometimes the heart stops. It's very rare, but Mm -hmm. um, it does happen.
1: You know, so many writers are talking about, well, what does this do with his career? And, you know, we're we're concerned about his survival in in the whole nine. But we've seen where other players have had open heart surgery and just come back and have a full career. So if we want to, you know, He's out of danger right now. Um, You can't guarantee that it won't happen again, right?
4: You can't. And it really depends what the underlying issue is. So it's really too early to speculate. And of course, you know, we send prayers out to him and his family that, you know, this will be a complete recovery from whatever the issue is, whether he needs surgery or not. But yes, people do go back and play depending on what the underlying issue is it's just too early to say
1: what does more damage to you when you have an episode of a heart attack versus a cardiac arrest what what damages your body the most
4: well um, in in both cases uh, the issue is if blood flow stops you may have the possibility of damage to your organs even if you do wake up so you know, uh, there was a concern, this happened with Damar Ham- Hamlin. You know, did he get enough blood flow to his brain? Um, did he, do you get enough blood flow to your kidneys? you get enough blood flow to your heart during that period of time? Um, you know, do you get resuscitated quickly enough to make sure that there's no organ damage? Fortunately, we've seen, obviously, with Damar Hamlin that um, he was able to be resuscitated quickly enough to make sure that that didn't happen and he made a full recovery. And that's what we pray in each of these cases.
1: Yeah, because tragically, if, if Bronnie or Damar weren't at these venues where they had equipment available, it would have been a different result.
4: You know. I... Well, yes, re- re- equipment and people with the know-how to do CPR. No, CPR can definitely save lives and using a defibrillator, uh, which is the equipment you're talking about, mm-hmm. makes the difference.
1: All right, Dr. Melissa Clark on Facebook and YouTube on Monday. That would be uh, 8 o'clock Central or 8 o'clock Eastern Time or is it 9 now? 8,
4: 8, o'clock, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Absolutely. Okay, you got to check her
1: out. Great shows. You you really have some really great shows and great guests. So looking forward to checking you out. Thank you so much, okay. and we'll talk to you real soon.
4: All right, have a great week. Well, there's a
1: black man that owns an NFL team. Well, at least he's a minority owner. It's, it's Magic Johnson, and I'm excited for the city. Because I remember I was working on a little radio station called 1580 K-Day some 30 years ago, Uh and Magic came to town, and he just came to town with a big smile. And that set him, that set him apart from everybody. Yeah. He was marketable. Everybody wanted to have Magic, you know, promote them. And Magic is out there doing the same thing for the commanders. I love it. I love it. Because you go to D.C. and you don't understand Go-Go. If if that beat don't grab you, then you don't understand music. Okay. Because Go-Go is everything. Magic was out there dancing with some Go-Go and doing this whole thing. I was like, all right, you're smart. You know what you're doing. That's how you embrace yourself to the city, man. That's right. Because, uh, uh, listen, it, it's really great to know that there is a band that of color mm-hmm. that is really difficult to even get a little stake of anything in NFL, so man. Because it's such oh, a boys so club. Bad. Yeah. You know. I'm so excited. And we got Magic on the line right now. Hey, Magic.
5: Hey, 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 man, I just want to say, Magic, Magic yeah. appreciate, you know, that uh, y'all welcome me in this city. With open oh, arms. Right. And uh, arm is open. I said open too. arm. <laughs> it's plural. it's, plural. it's, plural. it's plural. I know there are it's two. two. Oh. You know, you don't have to take. Listen, I'm, right, I'm minority like owner right. of the Washington Commanders. Yes, sir. It's not because I'm a minority that I'm a minority owner. I just didn't put up as much money as everybody else, but still, I'm going to have my influence oh, on man. the team. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. See, like, okay. during halftime, right. we're going to have a lot of different festivities to to embrace, you know, the good people of Washington, D.C. and the Commanders. We're going to have a three-point contest where you try to make a basket from the 50-yard line for $1,000. Of course, the Laker girls are going to come out and do their thing and have time, too, so that's going to be another change. No, The other thing that we're going to do, we're going to also have people that basically, you know, come to the games and – they can buy any kind of barbecue that they want. Yeah, but all kind of contests, man, free throw shooting contests, three-pointers, all all kind of Uh things, man, it's going to make it fun to go to a commander's game because when you watch the team, you know it's going to suck, all right? You know, know, we we, we just got a long ways to go, but uh, that's all right because I'm going to bring in some really good coaches to help out Ron Rivera. I, I called Pat Riley and I said, is it possible you come out here and, and you know, coach these guys no, up and things no, like that? No. So I was going to get him. I was going to get Jeff Van Gundy, who's available now, Science, right. and things, and have him help out yeah. with the coaching Man, and things. Um, and I really thought it was kind of good that I'll have my girlfriend, Michael Jordan, come in and do pep talks, you know, oh, okay. to the whole team and everything. This but, so you know, long. we're doing it strictly football all the way with the commanders she and things, like so and we're going to probably change that name, you know, like the to the Washington Lakers. What do y'all think what? about that? Oh, no. I don't like it. not, not going to work. That's not yeah, the Lakers. Uh. Yes. No. No. no magic. you don't like it? No. 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 We'll, we'll put that, that in. You know, we'll, we'll we'll figure out. How about the Dodgers? No. no. <laughs> oh, all right, then. <laughs>
3: all right. Well, look,
5: I'm just honored to be able to be, you know, the new owner of the Washington Commanders and, uh, you know, yeah.
3: go blue. Blue? Go blue. No. What is Burgundy, blue? No. Yeah.
5: No.
1: Nah, that's not it. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. Oh, yeah. You should oh, hang up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Bye. it's good to know that uh, you know they got a good campaigner in Magic Johnson yeah. oh. like
0: for sure. no, That's going to work. No.
1: You know, I am every day. There is a Karen. There is somebody's that is, in, in, you know, infringing on somebody's rights, hmm. and. I don't know if it was, you know, a lot of people want to point it to Donald Trump, but racism has been around for a long time. It's just now people are more open and bold about it. Sure. Yeah. He made it okay
0: to do that. Yeah, Right. He made it popular to do it. He not just okay, but popular. It. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just so many people are just, I'm, I'm looking at little kids that are saying N-word and this and that. They get in a fight. Two white boys will be in a fight and they'll be calling each other N-words. Don't um, have any idea what they're Come doing. On, n- you know, I'm like, what? what is this? Right. Yeah. Is that... I, I, I don't I don't get it. And they're going to say, well, you guys call each other that in rap records and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. I'm like, well, you don't get to. Right. <laughs> okay. But it just seems like the culture and the ideology of America, if you're if you're over in Europe and say, I want to u- move to the United States of America, Shh. you got to sit up and take a look at all this stuff.
0: Not people of color. You better yeah. not do it.
1: You, you, you're looking and at all look this stuff. they look at us stuff. like we're crazy. You're they right. look at us like
0: we're dumb. They already think we're dumb. <laughs> Europeans, they think we are just dumb. Now they think we're crazy and racist.
1: But you know what's beautiful? What? Uh, the United States Tourism Board uh-huh. saying, you know what? We're going to do a new branding. We're just going to call us what it is. Okay. The United States Tourism Board, mm. they're going to do the branding differently. They're going to oh. actually um, try to encourage people to come to the United Go States ahead. and live here. Just don't oh, cross yeah. over the Rio Grande where they have barbed wire oh, in the water. Yeah, in oh. the movies. Yeah. If you can get over here legally, you could do it. But, you okay. know, hey, listen. It, it, this I love this ad. This okay. ad really... It captures the essence of uh. American ideology oh, that understand. American dream Yeah. the votes are in the destination spot for the world is now the United States of America where a number of things can happen but what's so popular right now come on in and join in with the racism that's running rampant throughout the country
4: Muslims, they're here
0: yeah, in our country God, you're ugly No wonder people hate you, Israelis
1: rule. That's right, the United States of America, where racism is not even an option. When you hear about slavery
3: for 400 years, for 400 years, that sound like a choice. Well, we have
6: lovable racists. I think that they're probably going to show some of the folks that eventually parlayed being a blacksmith into into doing things later later in life.
3: And they say really stupid shit. Based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people.
1: Racism and corruption. What a combination. You can find it all in the United States of America. But you in a call? Immigration. For what? for you. Why? Because you're not legal. So if you want to fit in with the other races around the world, come to the United States of America. We welcome you with open arms and clean sheets. Oh,
3: uh, look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest?
2: This message is sponsored by the United States Tourism Board. Yeehaw! <laughs> or,
1: uh, <laughs> hold, hold it! Hold it! Yeah. Hold oh, it!
0: Oh,
2: really?
1: right. You know, actually, <laughs> that's not funny. It's, yeah. not, no. it's not, and
0: it's because it's so true, almost. Yeah. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: All right, so you people on Twitter. You guys are hilarious. Mm-hmm. They were doing a versus between um, Jesse Smollett yeah. and and Carly Russell. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Social media always
0: wins. Oh, always. You
1: know, just the graphics they use—it was so creative. Who oh, oh, has God. the time?
0: I wonder what these people, people do for a living because you must be well, an editor. How do you do it?
1: Well, you know, I think one of the the most troublesome things about this Carly Russell story, where she allegedly was kidnapped mm-hmm. and fought her, or fought her um, people that abducted her mm-hmm. and, and the whole nine, I think what's disturbing is the fact that there are so many, at least 100,000 kidnappings of black women Mm -hmm. and children that never get investigated. Mm -hmm. And when you have cases like this, It makes people go, oh, that's somebody trying to get attention. Well, these are the ones that that.
0: make the news. These are the ones we hear about.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And how she went about it. I mean, you follow her social media. Didn't she know that at some point somebody's going to look at it and go like, oh, you set this whole thing up? Then she's talking about, you know, I love the movie Taken. She watched the movie Taken Mm -hmm. and asking those questions. I think she watched Kevin Hart, too.
4: I was on the highway
6: and a baby was running on the highway. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. So I get out the car, I start chasing the baby. In my mind, I'm like, why are
0: you running, baby? That, that's what I'm thinking, right?
6: Now, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It so sounds real similar. Yeah. It sounds
1: the same story. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right?
2: I mean, if you put it right. all together. But that's why I say there's clearly mental health issues oh, there. Oh, anybody who would do that, yeah. of yeah. course yeah. there's
0: mental issues wrong, there. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: for
1: yeah. sure. But <laughs> listen, we have so many people that don't cry wolf, and that yeah, are in yeah. desperate need. That's right. I and know. this is the kind of stuff. You know, I had the same problem with Jussie. Oh, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But let me definitely. ask you something.
0: Is this woman going to go to jail, or are they going to say it's a mental issue? She, she you, could
6: you, go to jail. and She'll just that. plead, she'll plead so, you know, mental mentally anxiety. incapacitated. Yeah. Mm. yeah, but somebody else could face charges as well, because how did yeah. she get off that highway, you know? Mm. The person mm. who picked her up. Who picked her up? You can oh. be an accessory. She yeah. left her phone behind. They saw she had been searching and that whole thing. Her so.
1: boyfriend keeps saying, Please, y'all, stop making fun of her and blah, blah, blah. Well, he's trying to hold on to her.
2: Well, listen, what if at some point she could be suicidal at this point? I'm, we don't know. Yeah. So maybe he's oh, just trying yeah, to yeah, protect that's true. I'm sure he's upset, but it's yeah. like at the end of the day, she might be struggling with a lot of things we yeah. don't know.
1: Well, hmm. I would like to feel sorry for her. Right. and yeah. they're a part it. to me I because I have empathy mm-hmm. that I do feel sorry for her mm-hmm. but I also mm-hmm. feel sorry for the hundreds of thousands hey, of man. people of color right. and right. and right. their cases are not no one's looking for them
0: yeah yeah. You we're know? all praying for her you know yeah. like girl get home she burned a
6: lot of resources I mean, yeah she,
1: you she know, did manpower money <laughs> all that so they're going after Joe Biden for everything. Hunter has done everything. He has caused uh, global yeah, warming. Oh, man. <laughs> he makes the Here dog bite people. Y- yes. Did you see that? Biden's dog, Commander. His name is Commander, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the youngest. His youngest dog likes to bite people. Why do
0: they keep getting German Shepherds? Maybe try a poodle. <laughs> I don't yes. know. A chihuahua. Oh, no, a, chihuahua. Not a chihuahua. German
1: Shepherds are angry. Aren't they known for, for that. They're angry.
0: Don't talk about pit bulls, pit bulls
1: in front is. of the not suit. Angry. They're Stop. just confused. Nobody. Oh, no, okay. They're not. Best dog in the world. Could it be that. Uh, some of these dogs have some racial issues. Oh. <laughs> a, a you, race, you know, my know. little dog, Princeton, he's he's a white dog.
0: Yeah. He
1: barks at black folk.
0: Yeah, he barked at me. Yes. He was, but I'm
1: like, you live with us, man. What are you yeah. doing?
0: He's just taking y'all. I will put you
1: out. <laughs> he's just you better food. accept. And look what
0: you have to do. You have <laughs> to walk him. Yes. Y'all treat him like a king. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and like, and if, if there's some black wires on the floor, mm-hmm. he walks all the way around he it. Does, I does swear he on. does that. Why? Yes. Yeah, but uh, uh, Joe oh, Biden's dog, so he's been biting Secret Service agents. And I'm wondering if they're people of color.
0: Maybe it was like 10 incidents <laughs> within the year, but that's, I just feel like maybe y'all shouldn't have a dog. Maybe. Did you they didn't
6: have a previous owner before him. It could be how it was raised, could have yeah. been this environment. Because, you, you
5: know,
1: know racism and, you know, discrimination, all that stuff is, you know, you're taught.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I just want to say this, Russ, because you may not know dogs are colorblind. Are they? Yeah.
1: Well, and maybe it's, it's like your smell. Black, black. God, he just smells like a black
2: person. He smells like cocoa butter. <laughs> well, that,
6: that, that makes matter? it even. That, like that makes like it co- even worse <laughs> if they yeah. can only see hold black up, and
5: white. Hold on, on. Tunisia. Did <laughs> yeah. you say?
2: Yes.
1: He <laughs> <you> smells like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Butter. He's like, wait a minute. cocoa butter. Yeah. Yep. That is so stereotypical. Cocoa butter is skin so soft <laughs> in the summer. Yep. <laughs> is that oil sheen? Like, <laughs> yes. Poor dog.
1: His like, mm. <laughs> mm, I smell chicken. <laughs> and there's something in the brain going, Negro,
0: Negro. <laughs> i, I alert. What's wrong with you, man?
1: I'm oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, wait, what are we doing? Why are we? If German. this dog keeps biting people, are they going to put him down?
0: I think they rehome it. Like, they rehome the first right. one, but they keep About getting the, the same. Yeah. You
1: know what Sue Polly says? Russ, when a pit bull, pit bull comes up to you and they're barking, <laughs> make sure they're wagging their tail. That doesn't well, mean anything. How, how am I going to stick around to determine? That, right? means
0: they li- that means they like to bite you. That doesn't mean Nobody dogs does can it. be... Me a happy dog. Don't do that.
6: <laughs> so that's what they say. But aren't, they, aren't, aren't you supposed to let them, like, sniff you or something? Yeah, sure. Uh, I you have to take
0: your
1: arm off. He's walking yeah, you know.
6: my arm. He's sniffing also. You put your hands out. You put your palm out. No. If his if his tail is solid, you leave him alone. Oh well Your absolutely. Well, he,
2: wagon, well, is he gonna leave alone. us alone? That's right? the question. <laughs> Man, if he's charging this, towards us, I'm like I'm not looking at his tail. Find the nearest uh, car and jump on top. Exactly well.
1: Alfred Supercan, Tanisha Nicole, Albert right there. We're talking about thirty years later. Oh my god. We're trying to figure Ooh. out this Tupac stuff.
0: I think they got it figured out. Do they? I think they do. So this former Compton gang member, Dwayne Keith Davis, a.k.a. Keefe D., Mm -hmm. whose Vegas home was raided last week in connection to the unsolved murder of Tupac, confessed that he provided the weapon to his nephew, Orlando Baby Lane Anderson, who who actually killed Tupac. It's a long story, Russ, but basically it all started with somebody snatching a chain. Here's what happened. Really? Shook gave a chain to somebody and, and Baby Lane snatched it a few weeks before the Mike Tyson fight. Right. So... Radar Online has interviewed hundreds of pages of testimony, and some of what they uncovered is that in a secretly recorded 2009 interview, Keefe D. told the LAPD that his nephew, the late Baby Lane, was the trigger man who killed Tupac. I don't know why we're just now finding this out. Mm. Um, So the motive of the murder was indeed, it was the fight at the MGM, but it was really the, the chain snatching beforehand. So
1: what happened? Shooks people jumped the dude that took the that chain. Took the chain was at the dude wearing the chain at the time. I don't know.
0: Because I don't know. That's
1: an insult if you did yeah, that.
0: Maybe you did. Wow. So but the story's so crazy. So so Keefe D and them were like, so it was already Keefe D and like 19 of his crew had already come to the fight anyway. Right. So they were supposed to meet at this un you know, at this predetermined place. Mm-hmm. And when his nephew, baby Lane, didn't show up, they were like, Where is he? And somebody ran up and was like, Hey man, somebody from Death Row just took your boy down. They beat him to a pulp, you know, blah blah blah. Right. So they're like, Okay, we got this. So that's when they went and shot Tupac. And mm-hmm. so they, so after they shot him, they were in this rented Cadillac mm-hmm. shot Tupac. They stashed the gun in the wheel of the Cadillac. I've never heard of that. That's odd, right? Probably they
1: went, in the trunk, that, that yeah. wheel area. So yeah. they
0: stashed it, stashed it, uh, uh, got rid of the car and then just disappeared on the strip, which is easy to do yeah. in Vegas. Right. So the yeah. next day when the entourage went to get, the cadillac the gun was mysteriously gone oh. crazy right yeah. so then they take this they take the car they take it to like a, a auto shop mm-hmm. get all the bullet holes gone i guess and then they return it to the a car place what the hell wow but there well, the wasn't
6: cra- any bullet holes in the car though i
0: mean whatever Crucial. i'm just saying yeah whatever i'm On just the saying inside, they went, I think. They went and cleaned it out right. whatever they took it to a Probably auto the gun
4: shop. residue yeah, and all whatever. that whatever okay. got it
0: cleaned up and but but here's the thing. This Keefy D wrote about this in two thousand nineteen. I guess nobody wrote his book. It was a self it's a memoir. Right. Nobody wrote his book but read his book but the Vegas home, they went and they found what, uh like a computer. They went and got all this kind of stuff right. from his house. So I really think That this is what happened. This sounds like this is what happened to Tupac. Wow.
1: This is fascinating because they had so many people. They blamed Puffy. They blamed some police officer from LA. There's more. There's more, but it's too much. Yeah, Suge Knight. Because miraculously, all the bullets that went through there, he only got skimmed.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: You know, but here's the thing. this all boils down to a loss of life. Yeah. Over a chain. Over a chain.
0: And mm-hmm. how do you not know that his nephew didn't get gunned down because he. There were so many people involved in this who knew. Yeah. And nobody oh, yeah. ever told.
6: Right. Well, it's the code. Yeah, the street justice. It's the code. Yeah. The street yeah. Yeah, justice joint. That's who people thought it was from day one. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. after the fight. They knew. The fight, they knew. Everybody knew. I mean, yeah. I mean,. And nobody says so it, why it didn't cops Nobody
1: just talks go about get
0: him. it. But why didn't cops just go get him? Because
1: they, they knew the streets were going to get him.
0: Yeah. And they did.
1: Yeah. So wow, that is it. All makes sense yeah. now. Yeah. I'm
0: waiting for the movie now.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
6: And they all probably right. didn't care anyway because he he got killed. So
1: yeah. that's that's the whole thing. They just don't investigate black murders like they used to, do they? Right, like well, they well, used well, to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, nice. Okay, being facetious. Well, there it is, the Russ Podcast Make sure you listen on the Apple Podcast app, urbanonepodcast.com dot com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, talk to you next week.